This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss a change to the show, and then we turn on the subtitles and talk about two foreign language horror films, One of the Dead and One Cut of the Dead. This Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think it's uh, appropriate that we just tell everybody that Alan's no longer with us. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> he's not dead. Yeah. He's just no longer with us. Yes. So this is our first duo episode and from now on we'll pretty much be a duo yeah we gotta work on our dynamic we gotta learn to love yeah each other um yeah so just for anybody who's listening to this alan is not part of the podcast anymore and there is no drama or no bad any hard blood. feelings or anything like that it's just life happens yep and uh you know things had to uh something had to give and this is uh you know the the lowest fruit on the tree <laughs> and uh you know alan's got alan's very busy with other stuff and so he could no longer commit to this and it is a commitment it I is mean, a lot of time you know i was sitting there thinking about it uh this past week and i was like i gotta watch six movies yeah and then we gotta talk about them <laughs> and then i gotta talk about six movies yeah. and invest just as much time talking about them as, <laughs> as you I did watching watching them. them and then even more time in between watching them and recording i mean besides driving up here and everything but also planning on what i'm gonna say what my thoughts are yeah exactly so writing it's not my just notes dead air <laughs> yeah so there is a lot of time involved into this uh for anybody who's uh listening uh, you know we don't just Sometimes it, sometimes it feels like we just get together and just are like, man, we're just going to talk about <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but there is a lot of time involved in this. So uh, no hard feelings. Alan's always going to be a swear wolf. Yep. And he's welcome. Uh, the door's open anytime he wants to come well, on. Well, not really. <laughs> we'll see. Because you know what? He's probably not going to listen to this. So fuck him. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Alan. You fucking prick. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Slightly. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're still going to go on. Uh, we're probably going to try to have uh, more guests. Yep. Um, and, and you know, having, you know, there's always good with the bad. You know, obviously it's bad. I, I liked having, we both liked having Alan on the podcast and everything. And it, this is how it started. We did over 100 episodes, all three of us together. But uh, having guests on, having four people talk 
about a movie is kind of like yeah know, that's a lot. it's tough <laughs> it is so having three people is a lot it's a little more you know, manageable yeah so we, it does give us an opportunity to invite more people yeah on to like guest on an episode or two and to try new stuff and yeah it's exciting i'll be honest today was the first time since oh, a long time like of recording where i was actually nervous like before like you got here. I was kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. I hope these go okay. Well, is that why you took off all your clothes and you're doing this naked? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're trying to like... Burning it's, incense, it's, trying it's, to <laughs> harness my chi. I think I think it's you're supposed to imagine your audience naked, not See, I like to go, naked yourself. I like to flip that. <laughs> <laughs> do you like to flip the script on that? I really do. Well, all right. <laughs> I guess I'll just deal with it. Yeah. Um, we had to then pick some movies. Um, you know, I mean, we can't... You know, to pull the curtain back, I mean, we've said this before, but we record like three episodes in one sitting, so yeah. we don't have to come here every week and <laughs> and and record, but uh, we had to pick some movies, and it was just up to you and I. So we got on the phone, and we were like, oh, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. It took a lot of time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, it's just each person supplies two movies, done. Yeah. <laughs> plus there was a lot of us like talking about other things that's than, true than what we we're talking i think yeah, we we're on the phone for an hour stream of consciousness <laughs> yeah um but you had seen a movie mm-hmm. and i had seen a movie they weren't the same movie no but they kind of fell in the same genre yeah exactly and so we said well why don't we just watch them again and watch the other person's movie uh you recently watched a movie called one cut of the dead yep on shutter it's on shutter had, right yeah, now it's on shutter yep and uh Years ago, I and I haven't seen that. Um, and years ago, I watched a movie called Juan of the Dead, uh, which was a, a Cuban film. And uh, One Cut of the Dead is a Japanese, Japanese, yeah, Japanese. Okay, yeah, Japanese. they're both foreign films, they're both foreign, foreign films. language films, they both have to deal with zombies. So, why not put them together? Yeah, exactly. And done, and done. <laughs> so, what'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> So those are the two movies that we're going to talk about today. Um, One of the Dead came out in 2010. I saw it like pretty soon after it came out. I want to say I saw it in 2011. It was on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah. And I I had like a subscription. This is like before I had the streaming HBO service. So I had the HBO channel. You mm-hmm. know, you just kind of go to it and yeah, see what's yeah. on. And uh, this was on. And mm. I caught it like pretty close to the beginning. And I remember just being like, what is this? And... And then I had never even heard of it until yeah. you told me about it. I think like a year ago. Yeah. But I didn't watch it until just this week. Yeah. So this came out in 2010. It was written and directed by, I'm going to fuck up all these names <laughs> in both of these movies, yes. by the way. Oh, so yeah. um, bear with me. Uh, <laughs> it's written and directed by Alejandro Burgues. Burgues? Burgues. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. I shouldn't do that. Like a, like I have an accent. Uh, it stars Alexis Diaz de Viegas. Viegas, thank you, as Juan. Uh, Jorge Molina as Lazaro. Andrea Duro as Camilla. Uh, Androa, God. Perugoria as California. <laughs> Jazz Vila as La China. And Eliezer Ramirez as El Primo. There's also some other people, but I'm not going to butcher their names. <laughs> uh, this movie was released in September of 2010 in uh, or September 10th, 2011 in Toronto, and then October 14th, 2011 in Spain. I don't have any information about budget or about box office, so I couldn't find that information, so I don't know what it made. But um, 
to get to the story. So Juan, it opens up with Juan. He's out on this boat. Yeah, this buddy. makeshift boat. Yeah, it's like a raft. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. <laughs> and uh, they're out. Uh, His buddy, was it Lazaro or Lazaro? Yeah. Lazaro? I Lazaro? Remember. Lazaro? I don't know. I'm white. Um, <laughs> Lazaro. Uh, they're out fishing. I think it's Lazaro. Okay, Lazaro. That's what That's what it'll be. All right. Uh, Juan and Lazaro are out on a boat and they're fishing. Um, and... Uh, they're out in like the harp like the harbor of cuba right yeah and uh they're talking about like their shit life <laughs> basically <laughs> like like they're in cuba right Yeah, they're not living the high life no and i think like i mean i don't know i've never been to cuba but i think like the the stereotype is like everybody there i mean it's like a communist country everybody there is very poor yeah, and there's quite a struggling. bit of political subtext in this movie. Definitely a lot of <laughs> political subtext in this movie, but they're talking about like it's even mentioned like we maybe we should just you ever think about paddling and just going just go to, to Miami. Miami. Yeah. And Juan's like, "Why? Cuba's great. You know, we got everything we need." And he's kind of like like for lack of a better word, like a little rap scallion. Like he's always like doing, he's got his fingers in a bunch oh, of different yeah, bowls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing whatever. He's kind of a troublemaker. Yeah. Doing whatever needs to be a done. A little shady. To make yeah. ends meet. But he's not a bad guy. No, he's also kind of a slacker. Yeah. He's got a little bit of the dude from the big Lebowski, but a little bit more ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. He's the dude mixed with like a grifter. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. Um, Lazaro, on the other hand, it's kind of a doofus. <laughs> yes. But he's also kind of thuggish. Like there's a guy that they run into who owes Lazarus money. money and he just goes and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> but while they're in the water, like uh, Juan catches a fish or what he thinks is a fish. Yeah, and he's he, like, this is a big one. Yeah. You know, and he pulls it out and it's a dead guy who he goes to touch and the guy's not dead, but he looks like he's dead. Zombie. He's a zombie. They never call him zombies in this no. movie. They're always dissidents. <laughs> dissidents, yeah. <laughs> political dissidents. Um, but it comes out of the water, and Lazaro shoots him with a harpoon right through the head. Yeah. and then Accidentally. Just, yeah. He'll do that uh, a, few a few times, times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lazaro's not good with the harpoon. He's not, yeah. I would not trust him with a harpoon gun. So they say, well, we're not going to tell anybody about this. Yeah, so I was wondering, like, did they think that they just killed a man? Yeah. Okay. Like... I mean, it was cl- like he was fucked up looking, but yeah. Well, think about this. If you saw somebody that my first gut zombie, reaction wouldn't be zombie because zombies no, aren't real. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Your, your gut reaction. So be yeah, like, that's that kind of my, I was like, they looking. think that they just murdered a guy. And yeah. Well, well life goes on. It's Cuba, man. Yeah. Whatever. And they were both in like the Cuban army. I'm assuming like that's how it works. Just like in Russia. Yeah. A couple of times they make mention of like, being things trained. They've seen and, yeah. Yeah. You know, Lazaro's got his son who is California, Vladi, but his they, last, call him California. they call him yeah. California. And uh, he's like 20 years old. Um, and Juan has a daughter, Camilla. He, Camilla. And he goes to his ex mother in law's house to visit her because he knows that she's in town. She's in town visiting her grandmother mm-hmm. before going to Miami to be with her mom. Her mom's in Miami now. Right. They moved from Spain to Miami. And, uh, he goes over there and Camilla's like, you're a fuck up. Yeah, she's tired of his shit. And she calls him Juan. She never calls him dad. Yeah. She's like, Juan, you're a fuck up. Yeah, I'm going to go to Miami. See ya. I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> yeah, see ya. But I never want to see you. <laughs> I like, uh, and then right after that scene, it kind of cuts to Juan like on top of a building. And he's looking down and he like kind of takes a step towards the edge. And you're like, oh, Jesus. And then he jumps and you're like, oh, shit. 
and he just dropped a floor down because yeah. there's a woman in his apartment complex that he's banging. Yeah. He sneaks <laughs> he's sneaking into her in the room. back door. And and uh, she's married. Yeah. And her husband comes home. He like fucks her five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he leaves and then the husband comes in. He has a go. And then I like how he's back on the rooftop with Lazaro and Lazaro looks and he sees the husband banging the wife and then he just starts jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> Lazaro's a perv. He really is. <laughs> He's also, there's also this lesbian couple that lives in their apartment complex who Lazaro <laughs> wants to fuck them. Yes. And uh, he talks shit to them. Um, uh, so whatever. But Juan also helps people out. Like there's an old lady. He helps her with their groceries. Mm-hmm. This is a shitty rundown uh, apartment complex. Like the elevator doesn't go all the way up to the floor. Yeah, she's got to give her a boost. Gotta, he got to <laughs> grab that ass. Yeah, he's got to grab her old ass. Mm. And she even makes a comment about it. But um, so Lazaro, Juan, and California, as well as La China and El Primo, China's lover. And and La China is like a drag queen. Yeah. And she and El Primo. El Primo is like this buff. Like, big he's dude. like the fucking rock. Yeah. He's, he's big, like the Cuban version of the boy. rock. <laughs> El Rock. <laughs> and uh, they uh, they go to this like neighborhood meeting. And the neighborhood meeting is like trying to clean up the neighborhood. It's like a neighborhood watch kind of program or something. And they're just there to kind of make sure that they don't get in trouble for any of the shit that they're doing. Yeah. And they're hearing people like call out like, oh, about the car stereos uh, getting stolen and all kind of looking at each other like, was that you? Was that you? Yeah. And they know who it was and like, you can't do that. Yeah. And they, uh, they're just trying, they're, they're hoping like something happens to where the topic of conversation will change. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden some guy is a zombie. Yeah. They and, get their wish. And it starts attacking everybody. So they're all like, well. I guess. Meeting's over. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. Yep, so they leave. <laughs> On account of zombies. Um, Juan gets a call from his old na- his old lady neighbor. And she's like, hey, something's wrong with my, my husband. My husband. Yeah, come over here and check him out. And uh, yeah, he's been chair bound, wheelchair bound for yeah. like 10 years or whatever. And he's not moving. And she thinks he's passed away. So Juan goes and checks on him. And he's like, yep, he's dead. And he whispers into his ear, he's like, I've been wanting you to die for yeah, a long time. he's like, you stupid motherfucker, or something like that. But then uh, he turns around, and then all of a sudden, uh, he stands up. The like, old man stands yeah, up. The old man stands up, he can walk. Juan goes, when was the last time he walked? And the old lady's like, I don't know, about 10 years ago? And he's like, well, <laughs> there he is. It's the damnedest thing. And he's a fucking zombie. So he starts going after Juan. Juan says, call the call, <laughs> call, call upstairs. Call my bu- yeah, yeah. And she gets on the phone, and she starts chatting. Just like, making oh, small talk. How are you doing? Doing okay, things are all right. <laughs> so Lazaro and uh, California come down, and they they start fighting off the zombie. And he's not really like, you know, there's there's two different types of zombies in this movie. There's the slow. Well, they yeah. even mentioned it. Yeah, slow and fast. Yeah, because there's ones that are like straight out of uh, like Romero's six weeks. Yeah. La- uh, oh, twenty eight days later. Twenty eight like days later. Aggressive zombies. And then there's ones straight out of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. You know that are just like Rrr. Um, very diverse community of zombies. They come, uh, they come down, they're fighting off the zombie, and Lazaro shoots it with a harpoon. It goes right through him and into the old lady and it kills, kills her. her. <laughs> so uh, they leave. <laughs> well, and they think that, because uh, they, they don't know what a zombie is, because, you know. Mm-mm, they're they dissidents. Think, they, think, uh, they think he's a vampire. <laughs> so they they, put, they garlic. put garlic cloves like, like around his neck, and then they stuff it in his mouth. And then they're like, well, maybe he's possessed. So then they get a crucifix and like he starts saying like incantations. Uh, yeah. And then he just hits him in the head. And yeah. He just dies. hits him with the cross. 
but at he one goes, point, fuck the, you, devil. <laughs> yeah. At one point, he was like, "Well, shoot him with a silver bullet," and he's like, "Do you have silver? Do you have, silver? <laughs> Do you have a gun?" <laughs> um, but they come to the realization that these dissidents are everywhere, mm-hmm. and so they're going to start a business. Yeah. And so they're like, I got an idea. Juan says, I got an idea of how we can make some money. Cause, cause even California is like stealing, uh, videotape recorders and cameras off of all oh, the zombies. Off tu- yeah. Of the like, tourists. Yeah. He's I'm going to make a killing. Yeah. But there's no one to sell them to. So Juan gets the idea. He's like, okay, what we'll do is we'll be like the ghostbusters basically. Yeah. Yeah. You give us a call. We'll go take care of your, your zombie problem. Your yeah. dissident problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but his daughter, Camilla, she's, she actually comes over because some shit went down. And so she ends up going to him for safety, uh, or he goes and picks her up, I think. Yeah. And that Sarah girl, the neighbor that Lazarus likes, oh, she yeah. kind of joins the group cause briefly. <laughs> she, gets, she gets attacked yeah, very briefly. She gets attacked. And then I like how he, he goes to like console her and she's topless. Yeah. And, and the whole time she's talking and like spilling her heart, he's just staring at her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and while Juan's going to pick up his daughter, uh, he comes back and Lazaro's gone. Yeah, he's on a raft with Sarah. And Sarah's like, "We're gonna go to Miami and we're gonna make a life together." And Lazaro's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go to fucking." He's gonna finally get mm-hmm. some off of this chick that he's been wanting to fuck. And then uh, Juan comes out and he's like sw- swims out to their boat and he's like, "Lazaro, I need you. I need your help and yeah, everything." I got an idea. Meanwhile, Sarah gets dragged down into the water by a zombie. And nobody notices. <laughs> Don't notice. And then they look for her. They're like, Sarah. And they're like, okay, yeah, well, well, oh well. <laughs> so they go back and they're starting this thing. And Camilla's not happy. She's like, you're doing this just for the money. You're yeah. not doing this to help yourself. You're not doing this to help your community. And he's like, fuck them. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> so he gets, uh, he gets China and Primo, California, him and uh, Lazaro. And they go out there, these, you know, hit men for hire to kill zombies. Yeah. When people call him, he answers, he says, one of the dead, we kill your beloved ones. How can I help you? <laughs> yep. And they get a few calls and they go out there and they, uh, they kick some ass. They do. Uh, China has like a, she's got like a slingshot. Oh yeah. yeah she's, yeah, but, she's a Prim- dead eye. but Primo can't stand the sight of blood, so he fights with a blindfold. <laughs> He's fucking on. bird box style. Yeah, yeah, he got the blindfold on his face. Yeah, and China just tells him where to punch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like two o'clock. Boom, boom. Um, but they end up. It's it's not really that successful of a job because first of all, they got to go to get there, they, and they run out of clientele pretty quick as people die. Yeah, and <laughs> and they end up accidentally killing one of their clientele. <laughs> so they're like, well, we're not going to collect any money. I like that part. I think it's right around that time Lazaro sees that guy that owes him money mm-hmm. and he just goes over and kills him. And they're, they're like, dude, he wasn't one <laughs> he of them. Yeah. And he's like, eh, he owed me money. Oh, there was also a part where uh, they're getting rum and they're like running back to their, you know, their <laughs> homestead with the rum. And, and there's <laughs> like a this, guy in a wheelchair. There's this old guy in a wheelchair and he's like, help me, help me. And Juan tells uh, Lazaro in California to go help him. Go help that guy. And then when they come back, they just got the wheelchair and it's full and with, of rum. With rum all over it. They're like, uh, he didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, he died. He got, what was it? Uh, he got, he, they said something, but basically they, they basically just implied that they just threw him to the zombies. He got left behind or something yeah. like that. <laughs> he fell behind. Yep. And one of their missions, they get caught by the military and these military guys like make them strip naked. And make them turn around so they can see if they have bite marks. Yeah. Right? Because that's how it... I mean, that's it's a zombie film. Yeah. And so they get in the back of this truck and they're all handcuffed together and they're naked. And the military guy's like, look, 
we got this all planned out. We're going to save you. You just have to dedicate your lives to helping rebuild <laughs> and you're going to rebuild this whole community and da, 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 very communist. Yeah. And he's basically kind of telling them this at gunpoint. Yeah. Essentially. And, and they're all like, oh, fuck. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Now we got to work for the government yeah. for the rest of our lives. <laughs> all um, I need is a miracle. And they get one. Because <laughs> um, uh, that truck flips pretty quick and all the soldiers are dead. Yeah. Well, what happens is, is uh, the uh, there's a zombie ends up being chained to them. And he starts attacking everybody <laughs> and they all get away. But um, Juan is handcuffed to China and China's been bit. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. And she she turns. Yeah. And they have a pretty awesome fight scene where it's like kind of a dance. It's like this Cuban like music, <laughs> like this uh, Cubano like. Yeah. Uh, like salsa. Kind yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you ever watch the show Dexter? Yeah. You know, like. Uh, Angel, yeah, 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 was the one detective yeah, with the hat. Yeah, yeah, he would always go out to these clubs to meet the women, especially like in the first and second season. And I only know this because I was watching it recently. <laughs> That's a good show. Well, the first four seasons, yes, and then it, it gets and then it real fell bad. off the rails. It really did. <clears throat> but the first four seasons, the John Lithgow season. Oh yeah, that season. That's fantastic. the fourth one. It's it's fucking awesome. Um, but anyway, Angel used to go out to all those things, and they'd do that like cha cha type <laughs> fucking salsa dance. <laughs> But anyway, that's what's playing, and they do like this kind of tango esque dance. It's pretty good fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, they he ends up uh, China ends up falling out of the handcuffs and falling to her death, quote unquote death. Yeah. Uh, the group decides we got to get to the mountains, and uh, they all get into a car, and no one knows how to drive. <laughs> yeah, and then they finally get started, and the car dies within like ten feet. Yep. Like well. Shit. <laughs> so they start walking. They come across this shelter, and uh, Primo, being the strongest one, he breaks the shelter door open just and punches he's like, right through it. He's like, "Fucking a, I just did it!" And then all these zombies inside attack him, and, and kill you him. see blood just squirt <laughs> out the door. Like, oh, Primo's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so they run. They they go to like this basketball court, and then this guy comes. They're surrounded by zombies, and this guy comes, and he uh, there's harpoons all over the place in fucking Cuba. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently. <laughs> but this guy comes, and he's got a harpoon on his jeep. And he like shoots it and then he does like a 360. It's like something straight out of James Bond or Batman or something. Yeah. And he goes right around and he chops off all their heads. All their heads off. It's pretty fucking awesome. It was cool. So they go with him, but he speaks English and doesn't speak Spanish. I thought that was kind of a funny touch in the movie. It's like, oh, they got an English speaking character. Yeah. When he first started talking, I was like, oh, I I understand this man. (laughs) Um, But they don't understand him. Juan (laughs) only knows like, hi, my name is Juan. How are you? (laughs) In English. And, uh, but anyway, uh, he's, he's got a plan on how they're going to escape and how they're going to get I'm away. Save he's you just about ready to tell them. And then Lazarus shoots him with a harpoon. Gun. <laughs> kills, him. <laughs> kills him dead. <laughs> Lazaro and Juan are, Juan's kind of pissed off at Lazaro, but Lazaro comes up with an idea. He's like, why don't we take one of these cars and make it like a uh, like amphibian yeah. uh, car that we can drive and then go into the water and we'll head for Miami. Yeah, like, and that like, sounds like a plan. We can do that. So they A-team style it. It's like, dun, 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 dun. And Juan's teaching them all how to drive. And uh, they're coming up with this whole plan. But Lazaro pulls him aside. And he's yeah, like, got shows bad him, news, brother. He shows him that he's been bitten. And he says, Juan, will you please just kill me? Yeah. But will you come watch the sunset with me? Yeah, I want to see it one more time. And so they go out and they watch the sunset. And they're having like a heart to heart. And Lazaro tells him, he's like, I love you, Juan. He's like, yeah, I love, I love, you, love you too, too brother. Man. Yeah. He's like, no, 
I really uh, love like, you. I like love you, love you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then he goes, can I? Can I just suck your dick? Can I give you a blowjob? Yep. And he's like, what? And he's like, it's my dying wish. <laughs> yeah. And Juan's kind of like reluctant. Oh God! All right. So he like fishes out his wiener, and yeah, Lazarus like. He's like, got you, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) And so they watch the sunset and then Lazaro like stops moving. So Juan grabs his pedal and he hits him upside the head. And Lazaro's like, oh, that hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Then we find out Lazaro wasn't even bitten. (laughs) (laughs) Juan goes, were you even bitten? He goes, I don't know. I Uh, thought I was. (laughs) It was just a scratch or something. He wasn't even turning. So anyway, (laughs) they've transformed the car. They're gonna get a. They're gonna make a ramp out of bodies, out of corpses. Yeah, <laughs> pile them up. So they go out there, and while they're out there making the ramp, Juan hears this kid uh, yelling for help. And it was oh, it's I, a kid from the beginning uh, of the yeah. movie. At the beginning of the that movie, was a funny scene. At the beginning of the movie, this little kid walks up to Juan and he goes, "My dad's better than you." And Juan goes, "Who's your dad?" And he points to this like thug type of guy. And he goes, "Your dad's a sodomite." <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's the same kid, and his dad is after him. Yep. And so Juan like beats the shit out of the dad. And he, oh, he he, he like, sodomizes him. <laughs> he does. He like throws him ass first on like a sprinkler, on, like a post. <laughs> yeah. And when it goes up his ass, like Juan kind of cocks his head sideways, kind of like eh, that's yep. fitting. <laughs> yeah. And then he calls him a sodomite, and he takes the kid to safety. <laughs> and he put. Uh, meanwhile, California, Camilla, and Lazaro already jumped the jump. They're out in the water. Yep. Juan brings the kid out there and he pushes the boat away and he says, you guys go do it. I got shit I got to do here. I got to save everybody. And he's finally come to this realization that he's going to put other people first before himself. And that's when Camilla like starts crying and she calls him dad for the first Mm -hmm. time. It's a real touching moment. And he says, get out of here. And they leave. And then he goes back and he like jumps in the air. (laughs) Freeze frame. Freeze frame. And, uh, then uh, it goes to like this animation. Yeah. But then there's there's an end scene. There's a there's a credit scene where the th- California Lazaro and Camilla come back. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, they I come sh- back and I they start. Off. They start fighting with them. Oh yeah. All right. So they end up coming back. Oh, that's cool. I wish yeah. I had watched that because yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not not to get into my review, but I was kind of disappointed with the ending. I was yeah. like, I wanted them to stay together. Yeah, they come back. This changes everything. <laughs> you want to write your review again? <laughs> nah, I'm good. What's your review? Um, I really liked this movie. I had never heard of it, uh, until you told me about it, like when we started recording the show and, um, yeah, I'm really glad you picked it. Uh, I thought it was very funny. Uh, it was well acted. I like, you know, this, the fact that it's set in Cuba, like I don't, I've never really seen a Cuban film before. So just the scenery was really cool. Yeah. Um, lots of just fun interactions between the characters, uh, some good zombie kills. The special effects weren't really anything to write home about. I mean, they were probably sci-fi network at best. Some of the <laughs> Sharknado too. Yeah, some effects. Some of the effects were downright awful. There was like there was like the underwater stuff. Yeah, that all looked pretty bad. Yeah, and some of the explosions and stuff. Like it was uh, the special effects, not not good. Not special. No, but overall, I thought this movie was a, a ton of fun. Um, and I think it was made or maybe the same studio. Uh, that made Shaun of the Dead, right? There's some sort of connection between Is these there? two movies, I think. Oh. I think so. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe the same rhyme. distributor or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I would say these movies make a very good pairing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very similar. They got kind of slacker-type leads who kind of get put in the survival-type situation. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie. I would absolutely watch it again. Um, I was kind of torn. I, 
I think I'm going to go four on yeah. this one. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm gonna, I'm giving it four as well. Nice. Um, I don't have to. Even, I don't even have to divide. Nope. I, I just figured out how to divide by threes. Now I got to start dividing shit in twos. That's the easy one, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're so positive. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like this. Um, I, 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 I'm just going to echo what you said. The comedy in this film, uh, as well as the political messages, we talked about that. Um, and the government's control over people. I think that's uh, a good, uh, I think it's just a well-written script. Uh, Juan is a lovable anti-hero. Mm-hmm. L- Lazaro, he's the bumbling sidekick, much like you said about Shaun of the Dead. He's like... Yeah, he's the Nick Frost character. Yeah. Um, the other characters were also good, uh, China, Primo, etc. Um, and they don't wear out their welcome. Like it's like they're there, they have a role and then they end up dying. And then they die. Yeah. So it's not like <laughs> we have to pay attention to them for too long. Uh, the effects aren't great. Uh, it's not like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead had good special effects. Yeah. It, probably a bigger budget also. Um, but you know. I thought the camera work, the directing, the director, Alejandro Brugues, whatever. Sorry, I don't mean whatever, but I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, he's also directed other like horror movies and TV shows. He did a segment on, did you ever see ABCs of Death? No, I can picture the box. Well, they did a second one, <laughs> ABCs of Death 2. Yeah. Um, he did a segment on there. I think his segment is the letter E. Um, From Dust Till Dawn, the TV show. Never saw it. He directed a couple episodes of that. And then there's also this, I think, it, I don't know if it's a movie or if it's like whatever. I think it's on Prime. Um, it's based off of like, you know what creepy pasta is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called Pookie lives. He directed okay. that. Yeah. So, and he's done some other stuff too, but, um, it's not a five head movie because it's not a five head fucking movie. No, like, it's, no, <laughs> there's like, I don't even know if they could do anything to make it a five head movie. You know, it's, it's a zombie flick flick and it's I, the Cuban version of Shaun of the I Dead. I couldn't give it five because it, it's too much like Shaun of the Dead. Like, it, yeah. It, and it, Shaun of the Dead is just a better movie. Yeah. And it's just, so it is lacking a little bit in originality, but what it does, it does very well. That being said, instead of doing just a straight up carbon copy of Shaun of the Dead, they changed it. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Cause you got the Ghostbusters element and. Yeah and, yeah, and it's in Cuba, and obviously that kind of thing. You know, it wasn't like like those Bollywood type movies where, the <laughs> yeah, where it's the same movie. Or what's that? What's that fucking movie we did? Oh, Robo Wars. Oh, and, oh uh, God. Or the Alien one. What was that one? Uh, Shocking Dark. Oh fuck. <laughs> we won't be missing those. Um, <laughs> so that's uh, that's my thoughts on that movie as well. Uh, so yeah, One of the Dead. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. You gotta rent it. It's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, you gotta true. rent it or buy it. Yeah, it's like or, three, it's or like watch it illegally. Just, <laughs> I, I rented it. So. I rented it too. We do everything legal. Yeah, around we're, here we're legit. We're not dissidents. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said, let's move on to our second film, One Cut of the Dead, 2017, written and directed by a person. Good luck, <laughs> Shinichiro. Shinichiro Ueda. Okay. You, you want to take the who it started? Uh, yeah. Uh, Takayuki. Uh, Takayuki Hamatsu, uh, who plays the director. Uh, <laughs> Takayuki. <laughs> That's his name in the show, too, in the movie. I thought it was Higurashi. Well, yeah, but they do their names backwards. He, oh, okay. And then you got... Uh, yeah, you're right. Gizuki Akiyama, who plays uh, Chen, Chinatsu. Uh, Hiromi Shuka, Shukama, who plays Now. Kazuaki Nagaya, 
who plays Ko, Hiroshi Ichihara, who plays Kasahara, and Mao, who plays Mao. Yep, all of that is true. This movie was released <laughs> in Japan in September of 2017. Budget was $25,000 US. Wow. Box office worldwide, $31.2 million. Can you fucking believe That's that? That's insane. That like puts, like, remember That's... like Desperado or Clerks? Yeah. Like Desperado, I think, was made for seven grand. Like, that's what they say. Like, I, that's what Robert really? Rodriguez paid to make it. And then, like, for Desperado or El Mariachi. El Mariachi, sorry. El Mariachi was like a $7,000, yeah, $8,000 movie. Film. It is. But then the studio invested a bunch of money into that. Yeah. Clerks, same deal, like $30,000, $25,000, right? Sold his comic book collection. We all know the fucking story. We all lived through the 90s. <laughs> but this movie, in this day and age, 2017, only three years ago. $25,000 to make this fucking movie. Doesn't get you much. $31.2 million. That's crazy. I didn't know it was that big of a hit. I, I, I didn't know it was that big of a hit it worldwide. Wasn't, it not wasn't here. here. But in Japan? Well, they say worldwide. Like, of the $31 million, sure most of it's from 29 Japan. million of it is from Japan. Okay. And, like, the other $2 million is, like, Korea. Combined. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, like, worldwide yeah. still, but whatever. If you haven't seen this movie, we're going to spoil everything yeah we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it so go watch the movie or don't and get spoiled yeah and don't blame us yeah you fuckers <laughs> this do you want to go through the, why don't you go through the movie okay what happens in <laughs> one try. cut of the dead so basically it's kind of it's this movie's complicated <laughs> but not like okay so basically we start with well, just just do how you watched it how, yeah. you, how when you so watch the movie it. starts you see a, uh, a zombie movie being made and you see a zombie reaching towards a girl and like they're having difficulty on the scene the director yells cut it's like the 42nd take they've had to do um and they're the, the director gets right in her face he's a real asshole he's screaming at her like why can't you like act like a like a normal person would like if you were reacting yeah, to a you're zombie. a shitty actor you're a shitty actress blah 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 and kind of like everybody take five let's cool off um they kind of go off and they have a conversation with the makeup i think it's the makeup or hair person mm-hmm. um we should we should also say that this is all done in one cut yes oh yeah yeah that's kind of important <laughs> the, the title of the movie one cut of the dead yeah the camera never cuts nope which uh well we'll get to that yep um so the camera the whole time is just following everybody around so then we go upstairs they have the conversation the woman you know kind of says some weird stuff about how she's learning self-defense there's a bunch of weird conversations that happen in this movie yeah it just seems like it seems weird but it also seems normal i guess yeah like like it's just natural conversations that people would have yeah but they also share a story about how this place is haunted yeah and how it was used for like military testing to bring people back to life and then uh (laughs) we got a camera guy um or I think he's a camera guy. He kind of like wanders outside. The sound guy. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the camera guy. Yeah. I can't remember. There's a few, different, there's a few different people. Yeah. He goes outside and a fucking zombie attacks him and rips his arm off. He runs back inside and blood squirts everywhere. The actors and actresses all freak out. Um, it's just kind of pandemonium from that point. There's zombies everywhere. The director pops out. He's got his camera rolling. He's all gung-ho. He's, He's like, like, let's yes, film it. Let's film this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. like, that's what I want. Like, real action. Yep. Real reactions. Give it to me. <laughs> and, like, it, so he's chasing all of them around. They're running from the zombies that are chasing them. Um, they There's the sound guy who he goes outside <laughs> and he gets got. Yeah, he's sick or something. Like, he's acting funny. He crawls outside. And they're trying to keep him inside. He goes outside, but you hear him scream yep. off, off camera. Yep. 
And uh, I think they all try to get into a car, and uh, the director like straight up like throws a zombie like at one he's of them. Like, like get that get bitch! That bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's like straight up Bill Mosley. I thought too, and I, saw, I was like, get that bitch! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they, they they start chasing each other. They end up uh, they kill somebody. Uh, they chop the zombie's head off. Yeah, the girl goes and hides like. Uh, the main character is the, the girl. Yeah, she's um, getting chased. The one that was struggling with the director at the beginning of the movie. So she's kind of getting chased all over. And a good chunk of this movie is just her running and yep. screaming. And she goes and she hides in like a shed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the zombie kind of walks up slowly on her and stops. And she holds very still. It goes away. And then she goes back outside. All, like she, she gets lucky. She finds an axe on the ground. She's like, oh, lucky me, an axe. And she goes back up to the roof. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, there was that going on. Uh, also, at one point, she runs away. and uh, the, the, She goes the, to the, the roof, then she goes down. The point of view that we're seeing also is that of another cameraman like who's watching all of this, too, because like the camera falls down, yep. and then it gets packed back and up. Somebody picks the camera up, yeah. And they, and they follow him again, and then she goes uh, gets chased, but the boy actor, the male actor, mm-hmm. her co-star, who's dressed as a zombie, comes and saves her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reason why they go up to the roof in the first place is because she thinks that she's gotten bitten. And Mao, who's the makeup artist, that's right. Is chasing she her with atta- an axe. She starts attacking her. She's like, "We got to cut it off." Yeah. And like basically, we got to kill you. And oh, she's yeah. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> she goes up to the roof. That's right. And then later, she finds out that like her cut, like it's just a sticker, like yeah. it's for, from the makeup department. So she was not bit. Yeah. But Mao and uh, the male actor, they Zombie. get into yeah. it. And uh, she gets an axe to the head, <laughs> yeah, off screen. And and it's cool too because when the kill is happening, like you can hear like the axe swinging and the blood splattering, and you, you see, see the-, the reaction of the female actress who just emotes for a really ridiculous, uncomfortably long yeah, time, where she just keeps screaming and then she stops screaming. And then she starts screaming again, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And then the male zombie uh, gets up, and now he's like a real zombie. And he kind of walks towards her. And, and it's basically the first scene yeah. so that we saw. The, the, the director was trying to get her to be real. And it, he, the zombie grabs her and she's like, Ko. I think his name was Ko. Yeah. And like he kind of like stops. He stops. And then he grabs her again. She's like, Ko. Yeah. And this happens probably five Four or, times. Yeah. Several times. We're like, what the hell? Finally, she chops his head off. <laughs> yeah. She slices his head off real nice. And then uh, she walks over. She kind of staggers and she's covered in blood. The director pops out again and she, this, now she's just fucking fed up. She's like, she kills she him. She kills the director. Yeah, blood's going blood's everywhere. Blood's everywhere. And then uh, she kind of staggers and she's like half out of it. Well, and, and she, other, another thing that we found out was the director had called this spirit of the zombies by painting a pentagram in blood. Yes. And so she stands in the middle of the pentagram of blood on top of the roof and the camera, and the camera uh, lifts up. In a very awkward, herky-jerky way, the camera goes up above her. You see that she's standing in the middle of the pentagram. And it says, one cut of the dead. We get our title. 36 or so minutes into the movie, we get the title All card. one cut. One cut. Okay, um, I'm going to yeah. time out here. So I'm watching this movie. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, I, this I is said, my second the- time. The first time I watched this movie, I, like the first 15 minutes, even like up until this cut, yeah, I was like, what did I just watch? Yeah, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm like, this is a fucking cheese ball And I'm like, why are people saying that this is any good? 
Yeah. Like, this is fucking cheese to the X and I'll be degree. honest, when I saw it, because I saw it a few months ago, I think, the first time I saw it, I hadn't really heard much about it. Mm. So when I watched it, I was like, oh. Yeah, I just heard people said it was good. I didn't read anything by it. Like, you told, spoiler alert, David told me that he liked the movie. And he was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he said, you didn't give me your rating, but no. you said, uh, you said, you said something to the effect of like, it wasn't what I expected. Even after I started watching it, it wasn't what I was expected. So I kind of knew that. So I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck though? Like David, you like this shit? <laughs> All right. So then we get our first cut and it says one month ago. Yep. And we learn that and now it's regular camera work. Yes. It's not handheld. Yeah. It's and it's not, not all one cut. Like now it's like, it's a, now it's like a movie and we learn that there's a director and he gets tasked and he's kind of a shitty director. Like he's, he's average. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think he even says that like, Hey, you get what you pay for. And I'm, I'm average. I'm, I get the job done, yeah, I'm capable. but I don't, he doesn't treat it like it's art. Yep. It's just a task. Yeah, Exactly. And we find out that there's a network that wants to do a live zombie movie done in one cut. Yep. And it's called One Cut of the Dead. <laughs> so we got a movie within a movie within a movie. About making a movie. About making a zombie movie. <laughs> it's really fucking cerebral. And it's really like, huh? Yeah. But what's amazing is then we, we learn like who the actors are. And like the girl is like a pop star. The boy's like a kind of a teen heartthrob. Like but also like a method actor, too. Like yeah, He's yeah. very like into it. Yeah, what's my motivation yeah. kind of stuff. He's like a, who would he be compared to? Like a, like almost like a Zac Efron type. Like, <laughs> like he's a good actor, but he's also like really cutesy. Like, yeah, like yeah all the ladies him. like him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've got. He's an, a lot like me. We, we got an actor who's going to play the director um, and a different actress who's playing the, the hair. The makeup The makeup artist. Makeup artist. Um, later we find out that like the day that they're supposed to shoot and they rehearse and everything and they've kind of got it all mostly figured out. Um, they're about to broadcasting they're like two hours away and we learn that the director and the, the actor who's playing the director were in a car accident because so, they were having an affair. Yep. So the director, the real director, the real director is like, fuck, well, nobody knows this movie better than me. I'm going to have to just do it. Like I'm stepping I'll, in. I'm going to step in. I'm going to play the director. And then the, the, his his daughter volunteers his wife to play the makeup artist because the wife's been reading his script every night, also knows it inside and out. And the wife is an actress. She used to be an actress. But she had to stop being an actress because she would get too into her role. She'd get too involved and like... It ruined their marriage. Would, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things, and, and I don't even think we could possibly cover all no. of it. But what, I'll, I'll give you one example. So you remember how we were talking like in the first like mini movie that we saw the first, the cut, right? Yeah. The one cut. She's telling them about the self-defense class. Yep. In the movie about <laughs> the make in the, in the making of it, when like the backstage stuff, she's watching a self-defense class. She's actually doing the self-defense yeah. class and she learns this palm. Palm, palm, palm. So she learns this move, right? You just say palm and you raise your hands and you can escape out of any hold. I pr I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's, it's exactly how it works. I tried it. I did day. too. <laughs> no one was around, but I just imagined there was somebody yeah. there. Palm. But uh, she does this. And then, okay, so, so the first third of the movie is what ultimately was broadcast. Yep. The second third of the movie is the pre-production. The final third of the movie is watching, watching them film. Right. 
the one cut. And suddenly all these weird little nuances start to make sense. So her doing the whole palm story, the reason why that came by is because something went wrong and yeah. they had to ad lib. And they have, and so she just told them so about they, her yeah, taking they have this crew members and like, I think they hold like a placard and says like, we've got a problem. Just make something, just up. make something up and talk for a couple minutes. Yeah. And so she told them this whole story. Well, the reason why it all seemed awkward when we were watching it in the first place is because it was supposed to be awkward yeah. and we find out why it was awkward. The sound guy who looked like he was sick and left and we heard him scream and get attacked by zombies. He was sick because he couldn't drink hard water. Yeah. Or he'd get diarrhea and he drank hard water and he was like fixated on where the bathrooms were. Yeah. Like he always questioned and he, that. And he ran outside cause his butthole was about to explode and they pinned him down. And that's why he was screaming cause yeah. he shit himself. Yeah, and he goes, it's coming out. And they're like, what's coming out? And he's like, poop. <laughs> So there's so much of that yeah. that, like I said, um, another one too is that you said the camera gets dropped at, po- at one point mm-hmm. and then the camera gets picked up and the, the cameraman, like the real cameraman has an assistant who wants the camera guy to do all these like gimmicky camera tricks. And he's like, dude, I don't do dumb shit like that. Like she's like, zoom in and out like really, really fast. He's like, I'm not going to do that. So like while they're filming the movie, the cameraman falls down. No, it's established. It's kind of like that, but it's established that his arm gets really tired. And so his arm got so tired that he just dropped the camera. Yeah, that's right. He dropped the camera. So then the girl's like, all right, opportunity just knocked. So she grabs the camera and so she starts running with it. And the very first thing she does, she turns around. She does the zoom thing. (laughs) So, yeah. So... It, it, there's so, there's so much many, involved. And then there's another one where the part where the girl goes into the shed and she's hiding and we see the zombie walk up. It's again, it's a crew member because there's an axe because, well, they actually have, I should probably back up a little bit. Yeah. They, they aren't supposed to use the axe in a certain scene, but they had to improvise. So they used it. So now the axe isn't available. Yeah. Because Nutso, the, <laughs> the his actress wife, wife yeah. went crazy and got too into the character yep. and was like, I got to kill this woman. Yep. Cause she got bit by a zombie. So they had to like restrain her. <laughs> and then, and that's also why they cut to the girl and she has that weird long screaming, she's screaming reaction. Yes, because they're trying to like subdue, subdue the, actress. the actress in the background. So there's just so oh, much so of that, and it's so. Uh, and, well, and they give her another note because like then she goes down to the shed and she sees the zombie feet, and then the, now we see the camera pans up, and it's just a, per, a crew member, and they have a placard, and it says, "There's an axe outside. Uh, grab, grab it." it. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Okay." So she goes up there, and then we, there was supposed to be this. Big crane, crane shot. But the crane got knocked over during the filming. So all of the crew and cast who was already dead, they did a human pyramid. Human pyramid, yep. And um, and they just passed the camera up to each other. And that's why it's got the herky-jerky yep. pan because they're and they, slowly getting the camera And they finally the do it. Ultimately, ultimately, what this movie is also about, it's about, it, much like Juan of the Dead, it's about a father's relationship with his daughter. Mm-hmm. His daughter wanted to be a director, but she wanted to be art. And he was very businesslike, but in the back of his script, he put a picture of him and his daughter and it was his daughter on top of him, kind of like in a human pyramid yep, holding thing, a camera, if I'm not mistaken, when they were, when yeah. she was really young and at the end of the movie, there's that human pyramid and he's at the top and she cr- climbs on top of him, grabs the camera and does the final artsy yep. shot. And they both look at each other after everything's over and they're all celebrating that they fucking did this whole thing. They both look at each other and it's like their relationship has been cemented mm-hmm. and it's, it's touching. Yeah. What'd you think? I fucking love this movie. I, I can't express it enough. It is five. 
Yeah. It's five for me. It's a five for me too. Yeah. Dude, this movie's amazing. It's it there's so much to it, and I need to watch it again because there's so much to it. I can see why it made 31. I can see why it made thousand percent of what its budget was. <laughs> um there's so much to it, it that you can't even describe to somebody. So that's why I had to break it down. Like the first third is the end result. The second third is the pre-production and the third third is the production. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay, so here's my notes. I mean, I already said it's 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 five Pamela Vore. He said the cast and crew, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's not your typical horror movie, but it's so fucking creative. The filmmaking, the, it's the one acting. Of the, one of the most creative movies I've ever seen. Yeah, and he got, the, the writer and director got his inspiration from a play. And he ultimately gave credit to the play because I guess the playwright, and I don't know what the play was. I'd have to look that up. But um, the playwright was like, I need, I'm going to fucking sue you. I think there was this whole like legal battle. Mm. And then he was like, fine, I'll give you some credit. Because I guess there was a play which did something similar to this. Mm, interesting. But he did it in a, as a zombie film, yeah. as a movie. So, I mean, yeah, inspiration is one thing, but come on, execution is a whole other thing. <laughs> exactly, and this movie nails it. There, do you have any other notes that you want to say? Nah, just super creative. Yeah, uh, I want to watch it again. It's it's awesome. And I will say this: I watched it with my son and my wife. Um, my son actually missed, so he kind of missed the first uh, the movie. Yeah. Oh. So he watched the the, the second, third, and the final act. Yeah, the second, third act. Yeah. Um, but my wife, as we're watching the first act, we both had the same, like, what the fuck is this? And if it wasn't for the second and third act, this movie is like a one head. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if that, <laughs> but it was supposed to be, and that's what, that's that's what, what the, makes it brilliant. Yeah. The ending just wraps everything up yeah. and the, and the middle, I, we could go on forever, but they did make a sequel kind of, um, and you watched that today. I watched it today. I did. Yeah. It's on YouTube. It's called one cut of the dead mission remote. Now, I'm going to suggest that you watch this, but it won't make a lot of sense as far as the characters go, and you won't enjoy it as much if, if you, you haven't, haven't seen, seen One Cut of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. So watch One Cut of the Dead first, and then watch One Cut of the Dead Mission Remote. What'd you think of it? I liked it. Um, it I mean, it's not. It's 26 minutes long, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a similar kind of vibe Um where they're making, but I like the concept. So it's during COVID. So yeah. they're doing everything via zoom. So they're going to make another, like, um, like a crime drama kind of show type thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's just cool. Like, so they have all the actors record their own parts by themselves. So holding the camera in front of their faces and reacting and doing and different things. And then together. they cut it all together and make it into a movie. And the, and the movie also looks really shitty. Yeah. Just like this one it's did. It's cheesy. It's super cheesy. Um, and the, the, the murderer, quote unquote. He's not a murderer. He's a, he's a serial tickler. So he just goes into people's houses and tickles them. Because <laughs> he wanted to hear tickle, him laugh. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Okay. So I, I don't even know if we need to rate this. Nah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't like it as much. Obviously, it was still it was fun. I recommend it. But I will tell you why I appreciate this movie. Two two reasons. So the tickler, like his whole point was he wanted to make people laugh. Yeah. And I think during this COVID stuff, that's the inspiration behind this. It's like they wanted they want to bring enjoyment to somebody. That, yeah, I thought that too. And I felt like the whole movie was just a celebration of actors who really liked making this movie and wanted to do something together again. Yeah, and it was also like the end the end of this um, short film. The daughter is talking to the mom, and they have this exchange, and it almost brought me to tears because she's like, 
what do you what do you want to do after all of this is over? And she's like, I want to go to a concert and I want to go to a play and I want to go to a movie. And then right after that movie, I'm going to go see another fucking movie. And then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And the mom's like, I'm going to do all that with you. And it was like, and then daughter gets really emotional and they're drunk while they're doing this, (laughs) but the daughter gets really emotional and she starts crying because she's like, I miss doing all this shit. The shit that I took for granted before. Yeah. And I think throughout this whole, to get on a serious note, throughout this whole fucking shit that's going on in the world, we understand the importance of things like that and the importance of human relationships and human interaction and in-person human interaction. There's a lot of times where I'm like, fuck the world. I wish it was just me. (laughs) Yeah. But after all this, I'll get bored. I've been with me before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with me nearly every night. Mm, I know myself very intimately. (laughs) (laughs) And there goes the seriousness. But um, I thought, I thought it had a poignant message. I'm not going to rate it. I don't think we should rate it. I mean, it is a short film, but it was just a love letter to the fans. And they even included fans. Yeah. The fans, like there's clips of people, other people getting tickled. And then at the end, there's like a whole song and dance number. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty cool. So I definitely recommend watching it. So five, I mean, this is without question, I think our quickest to go. It's a five. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's fucking great. It's been fast tracked. It's been fast tracked. <laughs> um, I'd like to see more out of this director. Like I hope, I mean, I just don't want to see them bury this. Like it's, it's cool. And with the short film, that's cool too. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. leave it. Yeah. Let's we do some, do something else. Although the woman who played the producer, she was delightful. She's my favorite. I love her. She's so sweet. She's so little tiny sweet. Yeah, and she's, yeah. It's got a real high voice. Oh, she's and awesome. I love how in the in the short version, like she doesn't really know how to use Zoom, so her face is like right in front of the camera, so you just see her mouth. It's like my fucking mom. Yeah. Every time I talk to my mom, I'm looking at her forehead. Like, she's like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that lady was awesome. Um. So yeah, uh, if you have any opinions on Juan of the Dead or One Cut of the Dead, I mean, those are we picked two good ones. Yeah, it was a that averages four and a half Pamela Voorhees heads between the two movies. Solid episode, and we agreed on everything. Oh See, my fuck god, Alan, <laughs> <laughs> look at us agreeing with each other. <laughs> oh fuck, where's Alan? Um, <laughs> if you have any opinions on One of the Dead or One Cut of the Dead, you can contact us so many ways. Uh, find us on Instagram where we are the Square Wolves Podcast on Twitter. Twitter, uh, Facebook, and the Slasher app, we are The Swearwolves. Uh, you can go to theswearwolves.com. We have The Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any opinions on Alan, please send them to <laughs> us because we would love to read that. Yes. If you're like, fucking thank God. Or if you're like, God, bring him back. Bring him back. You guys suck. <laughs> you're lost without him. You're lost. <laughs> you got nothing left, kid. If you have that opinion, go fuck yourself. But uh, also... I'm going to ask that people uh, review us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. We have some reviews. We have like 24 reviews, 25 reviews. It'd be nice to get more reviews. Yeah, give me some more. Give some more reviews <laughs> and maybe write up a little something saying Brett's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reviews are always nice. They're very helpful. Um, they help uh, us reach other listeners. So it's always very much appreciated. Yep. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Oh. Me. Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> <laughs>
We don't know yet. All right. We probably should have said before we start talking about this movie, if you haven't seen it, see it. Just throw B- it in. But now, uh, throw yeah, it, throw yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came out in 2017. Like, how long do we have to wait? <laughs> That's true. Fuckers. God, we can't help it if you're not cultured. That's true. Give it the times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we should probably throw something in. Like, cut, cut this in. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right, cut that in there. <laughs> and also leave that in. I'm going to make this whole episode one cut. Yeah. One cut. I, but put that, put this part at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like, what the fuck? What? It'll all make sense later. <laughs> oh, fuck. You don't like it, so what? I don't care.